Do you really enjoy being told that you are wrong? If you're like most people, you are probably not nodding your head right now or not filling your chest with pride at that thought of being told that you are in error. But, as we'll hopefully discover today, it might just pay to sometimes appreciate finding out when we are, in those very rare instances, actually incorrect. This is Rabbi Price with another episode of Talkless Talks, growth-oriented, partial-related Torah podcasts. And in this coming Torah portion of Akev, we have the verse that describes Moshe, Moses again in his long final speech to Israel, telling us about the problems that come up when we are stiff-necked and commanding us to avoid being stiff-necked. And the terminology in the verse, umaltemas orlasavavchem, you shall cut off that which is the barrier to your heart, that which blocks access to your heart. And not to allow your turn your uh, neck back in a stiff manner any longer, not to stiffen the back of your neck. That verse is understood by at least one of the very early codifiers as being the source to two Torah mitzvahs. The Smak, a work going back about 900 years ago, describes that there are two mitzvahs in this verse, a mitzvah, a positive commandment, that thou shalt, thou shalt remove the barrier to your heart that stands in the way of hearing criticism. And the second part of that verse, not to have that stiff-necked attitude, that he understands to be a thou shalt not. Thou shalt not create barriers against hearing criticism. Now, truth be told, not all codifiers count these as actual mitzvahs, but the concepts are certainly true. That certainly the Torah discourages our putting up defenses against allowing ourselves to hear appropriate criticism, and certainly the Torah wants us to allow criticism to penetrate. Because after all, criticism is a tool that sometimes is necessary for outsiders to share with us to point out errors in our behavior, in our attitudes, in our practice. I know of a fascinating situation in which an individual was standing on a line at an event, and a person standing behind him tapped him on the shoulder and said, Excuse me, sir, I don't know who you are, you don't know me, but I am a dermatologist, and I recognize a, a growth on the back of your neck as being of quite a bit of concern. And if you have not yet shown that growth to a physician, I suggest you do so ASAP. Well, this individual did so upon returning home uh, very soon after, and was told that in fact that growth was of concern, and it was removed, biopsied, and was cancerous. Thankfully, it was small at an early stage. They were able to remove any of the cells surrounding it, and that person is alive and well now quite a few years later. But, imagine the situation. You're standing in line, and that person taps you on the shoulder. What? Wow, thank you, sir. Uh, you had no reason to have to do so, but you kind of butt into my life to share with me that there's something wrong with me that I did not recognize. You pointed out a physical flaw, a physical dilemma, and potentially saved my life. Feels real good. Now let's change the story a little bit. You're standing online and someone taps you on the shoulder and says, excuse me, sir, you may not realize this, I don't know you, you don't know me, but what you're doing is spiritually inappropriate. You're doing something which is contrary to your spiritual best interest. You're doing something that is contrary to the elevation of your soul, some behavior, some character, conduct, whatever it is, 
excuse me, and, and just who are you to be pointing out my flaws as if I have any? It's not so easy to hear somebody when they point out something which puts us on the defensive. The physical issue, interestingly, we're not on the defensive because I didn't do anything wrong, per se, and uh, you're not challenging something about my conduct, my behavior, my attitudes, my uh, any, anything that really is in the realm of my current free choice. But when you've challenged something about my behavior, about my choices, uh, defense mechanisms kick in. And I'd rather not be told that I'm wrong, so you must be wrong. You must be wrong for pointing it out. There must be something wrong with you that's making you so obnoxious as to butt into some area that's simply not yours. But what if that person is correct? Can we stop for a moment to imagine that sometimes that person actually is correcting us and helping protect our spiritual lives? And just as that dermatologist saved that person's physical life, well, shouldn't we be happy if somebody interrupts, kind of breaks out of their comfort zone to share something about us that really is important? Not so easy. But hearing criticism taking away the barriers, stopping that immediate defensive knee-jerk reaction of, I I can't be wrong, you must be wrong, could just serve us very well. So how do we do that? How do we get over that hurdle? How do we umaltimus orlas levavchem? How do we open up the heart to hear criticism? How do we protect ourselves against turning that stiff neck against criticism? One suggestion would be at least take that proverbial breath, maybe even actual breath, pause for a second and stop and hear what was just said. Divorce what was said from the person who said it. Sometimes that's what puts us on the defensive. I don't like being told about what I've done wrong by you, but hear the message. Can we stop for a second? Okay, maybe in a minute we'll turn back at the other person. Maybe in a minute we'll decide not to listen, but if we pause for that second, can we try to ponder for a second, might that information be helpful. Might it be that what they've pointed out is actually a habit that I should try to shift from? Is it possible that there is actually some behavior that I should be correcting? Can we pause long enough to just stop and say, maybe? Can I hear what you've said and think about it for a second? Again, it's not our instinctive reaction. Instinctive reaction is, I'm right, you're wrong. But if we allow ourselves to just stop when we hear that challenge, to have our first reaction, think back to that story and imagine somebody is potentially trying to save my life. Imagine somebody is potentially actually saving my life. Can I stop long enough to think that thought? That'll totally change how we hear the message. A second idea worth thinking is could it be that you really do care about me? Is it possible that the person who's criticizing me is actually not out to get us, that they're not out to disrupt our life or to ruin our life? Is it possible that they care? Again, the answer may not always be yes, but if we stop long enough to think about that, those two ideas together, is it possible this message is important? Is it possible this person really cares? Oh, combine those two, and you have a caring person maybe, who's sharing what may be an important message, then maybe I can heed that message. Maybe I can strip away the defense mechanisms and allow that message to penetrate. And just maybe, just maybe, I can then actually have that message 
elevate me, enhance my life, enhance my behavior somehow. So as we look towards the Parsha of Akev and this message about opening the heart to the potential of a word of criticism and taking away that blockage and taking away that stiff neck that stands in the way of the criticism and recognizing that, hey, there may be people out there that care enough about us to share an important word of criticism and there may be messages that really could impact me positively. We shared a few weeks back in our talk on Brother, You're Wrong, how hard it is to give good criticism. So let's not blame the person who's criticizing us. It may be very hard for them to do what they're doing. And even if they're doing it correctly, I may have a hard time hearing it. But if we allow ourselves to think of them as a potentially caring individual and allow ourselves to think of the message as a potentially helpful, helpful, elevating message, then maybe we can take whatever criticisms we do here, and of course they'll be rare because when do we ever do anything wrong? But in those rare cases, we may have done something wrong, and somebody does share a word of criticism, we can take those messages to heart, allow them to penetrate, allow them to elevate, and if that happens, we'll be correcting ourselves each time that happens, one notch higher, one notch further along the path towards achieving our tachlis.